0: Buying a home is a lot like playing baseball. Up. You think you've got it all figured out. Then here comes a changeup. Strike one. It's easy to get frustrated. Strike two. That's why you need a coach who knows the game. Okay, here we go. And can guide you around the bases. Talk to a Grow Financial mortgage loan consultant. We'll get you home. Hey. Learn more at growfinancial.org. Grow Financial is an equal housing lender and is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Hey, Tampa Bay, this is SC Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show, Tampa Bay's newest and hottest consumer talk radio show. Tune in to us weekly, Saturdays at 3 p.m., where we're going to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. We'll discuss issues like taxes, finances, home loans, and my favorite, vehicles, Tune in Saturdays, 3 p.m. We'll make sure you get the information you need to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. It's time for Legally Steal with your host, S.E. Day. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, on this beautiful, sunny Thursday. Of course, I'm here in the great state of Florida, and now uh, you may be in Denver where you had a snowstorm, but... Talking to you here, all week we've been discussing college in a number of ways, uh, from, you know, the tuition cost to uh, the the student loan aspect of it to, you know, debt uh, from college education, and to yesterday's show, we talked about the curriculum of college. Well, today I want to discuss a little bit about our tip today is, or the question of the day, is, is college a business or a place of higher education? Now, just think about that for a second. I know you may be saying, uh, I mean, of course, it's a place of higher education, but, okay, I guess it's a business, too. Well, just yesterday, the president uh, uh, revealed his, his uh, formally announced his plan to lower college loan payments, um, basically you want to put a cap at ten percent of discretionary income once a person is out of school to be able to repay their student loans. Now, without a doubt, I I I understand and I feel what the president is saying because I too, you know, had student debt. I uh, still have some student loan payments that I have to pay off as far as my master's degree. However. The point that we're looking at here is, if education is so important, education is so important, not just to our livelihoods uh, in, in America, but to our growth as a world, education is so important. Well, education honestly should be a basic human right for everybody, for everybody. However the cost of education is constantly rising. So I want to pose the question of, is college a business or a place of higher learning? Well, um, and we're going to discuss more of this this weekend in depth, but what we're looking at here is, why is the cost of tuition constantly on the rise? Now, you may be saying to yourself, well, you know, the educators are getting paid more money. Um, you may be surprised if you go around and poll a lot of college professors. they're not making as much money as you think they're making. A lot of the money is going into research, so yesterday we talked about having these fillers filler classes, and you know one might argue, well, it's for you to be well rounded um, that's. Forty years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, I don't have to go to college to take a course to be well-rounded. All I have to do is log on to the World Wide Web, and I can become very well-rounded very quickly. However, there are courses that are being taken in college that, you know, really don't carry any weight on the outside world. However, however, you still have to take them because you have to have so many credit hours in order to get your degree. So those fillers are costing you and I a lot of money. It's putting, it has put, and it's not slowing down, but it's putting this country in debt. If education is very important, why is the cost of education constantly rising? Well, you have these board of governors that will sit down for uh, uh, the schools or um, and raise the cost of tuition. Why? I do not know. But all I know is that the cost is getting higher and higher. So something has to be done about it. What's to be done? Well, this is where the whole system has to be overhauled. It can't just be we look at it, okay, I want to go to college, but then I go to college, and for what? What am I coming out to? The whole system has to be revamped. The president is doing his part as a politician and trying to cap the, the after effects of it. But as he stated, he see, I mean, he presented this in front of um, uh university of Colorado and their students and basically said, you know, I felt your pain, you know, Michelle and I, we both went through the same thing Had about $120,000 in debt when we finished school. But see, his was an attorney. Both he and he and he and the first lady, both attorneys, and they rose in their respective fields. But you have those majors like the liberal arts majors, which is you know what I went through—liberal arts, not specialized, not really not specialized in anything—and you come out and go into what? The system needs to be revamped to mirror today's economy. To mirror today's uh, economic engine, the jobs that are out today, that's what your college curriculum needs to mirror. So the cost is continuing to rise. And it's not just that. It's not just that. Here's another thing that you may not know. But a lot of the college professors, they're basically subsidizing their income Because they are the authors of the books that they are teaching from in their classes. Okay, you say, what's the big issue? Well, if you've gone to school and you had a course where you had to go in and pay for a book to the tune of a couple of hundred bucks for this course, being taught by this professor who wrote the book, that's major money. And then what the professors will turn around and do is they'll rewrite a chapter or do an addition to the book. And now you have the next edition coming out for the next school year because they don't get paid on teaching on the old books. Once they've gotten paid once as an author, I know, once you're paid once, that's it. You're not paid again on the resale of that book. So when those books are sold to the university uh to the bookstores, which is another profit center, those books, you know, they the the professor can come out and say, well, what we're going to do is we're going to change that book. We're not teaching out of that old book anymore. And chances are, your books, those books are pretty much the same book. I'm telling you as an author, I am not going to go out and rewrite the same book over and over again. I may add an addition to it because as an author, it takes a lot of time to write a book. So it's a profit center for the professors, well, that's money, more money being spent at the school. We're not talking about just tuition costs, not just the tuition costs. That's the university. But now you're talking about the book cost. That's for the author. That's for the professor. So if I'm, a, you know, I wouldn't mind being a professor in a school and I have a course that I can continue to change the book every year, make a new edition every year. And I know it's a ready-made audience. You have to buy my book because you're taking my course, and my course is mandatory for you to graduate. It may be a, a, I don't want to say useless, because any type of education you learn is education nonetheless. But it may not be a book. It may not be a course or a subject matter that's really going to carry you over the threshold once you graduate from college. So, I'm, you know, basically calling on all parents, all students themselves, look into this deeper. Are colleges businesses or places of higher learning? They are businesses who happen to be in the business of teaching education on a higher level. But make no mistakes about it, they are businesses. I mean, when you have schools like – um your Ivy League, who these schools have billion dollar endowments. I mean that was Harvard was and this was a couple of years ago. I know Princeton did it, but a couple of years ago, um they were giving away if you could qualify to become a freshman into Harvard or a freshman into Princeton, you would have your education paid for. Well why would they do that? Well, when you're sitting on a billion-dollar endowment, you have to do something with it because that shows on your, line, on your bottom line. Even though you're not paying taxes on that money, those schools, they still have to fill out the Form 990. Even though they're nonprofit, they are a business. Tampa Bay, this is SC Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show, Tampa Bay's newest and hottest consumer talk radio show. Tune in to us weekly, Saturdays at 3 p.m., where we're going to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. We'll discuss issues like taxes, finances, home loans, and my favorite, vehicles. Tune in Saturdays, 3 p.m. We'll make sure you get the information you need to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet.